It's time for Recipe of the Day. It is Sunday, and if you are thinking that you want a traditional roast dinner, but you don't want to use the oven, you want to grill instead, this is what you got to do. You're going to do a whole grilled chicken. Now, this recipe calls for a fairly small chicken, a three to four pound one. So if you want leftovers for tomorrow, and I think you will, because I am going to be telling you tomorrow about how to make pho or a faux pho using leftover chicken. So if you want some leftovers for that, do two chickens on the grill and then you're going to be really happy tonight and tomorrow. Okay, what to do to start. Now, I'm going to recommend that you dry brine the chicken if you have the time. You need like uh, at least six hours, 12 to 24 hours is best. Dry brining is wonderful for a whole chicken or a whole turkey when we get closer to Thanksgiving because you're not dealing with like big buckets of water. You're instead just putting salt on the outside of the meat, under the skin and in the cavity too. And then that kind of like dry draws moisture out of the meat and then it gets reabsorbed in. So it's kind of making its own brine and you get really nice seasoning right through into the bird and tenderness and juiciness, which is especially helpful for the chicken breasts on that whole bird. Now, if you're not going to do this, that's totally fine. Don't worry about it. It's just a nice little extra thing that makes it even better. Now, if you're not doing that, as I said, that's fine, but it is best if you let the chicken come up to room temperature. So a good like 30 minutes on the counter before you're cooking, get that salt on there right then and it is going to penetrate just that little bit. It can make a bit of a difference. So you get your seasonings on before it starts resting, like right when you get on the counter and then you can start getting your grill ready and then the chicken will have come to room temperature, which just makes it cook more evenly and a little bit more quickly once you get it onto the grill. So we're going to be grilling this chicken over indirect heat the entire time. So you need to prepare your grill for indirect grilling, which basically means that some of your burners are completely off. So you can either do this by turning all the burners to one side off, so like all the ones on the right are off, and then you're going to be putting the chicken on the left. Or you can turn off the ones that are in the middle, leaving the outer ones on, and then you let that preheat till the whole thing is kind of 350, you know, with the lid down. If you've got a thermometer on there, that's a great way to know. Or you put your hands about five inches from the grates and they should get kind of painful like you need to pull them away in four or five seconds. If you've got a charcoal grill, you're going to be lighting the charcoal as you normally would, but then you push all of the coals or wood, whatever you're using down there, off to one side and then your chicken's going to be on the side that has no charcoal underneath. I'm going to say that if you have a little grill pin that is used for your barbecue, it is great to put that underneath the grates for this one because the chicken is going to drip a bit, but because we're doing it over indirect heat, it's not going to be dripping onto the actual heat source. So you're not going to get flare ups, but it can get messy. And you know, you don't want to have to clean that up. So having that grill pan, that's going to save you some cleanup later, but it's not going to result in any kind of flare ups or anything like that if you don't have one. Okay. So while the grill is getting heated up and your chicken is coming to room temperature, you can take the giblets out of the body cavity or neck if there's any there. You're not using them for this recipe. You can freeze them to make stock or something later or just discard them. Then you're going to tie the legs together with cotton twine. You sort of right near the edge of the drumsticks, the end of the drumsticks. You're wrapping around there and then tying them together. Keeping the chicken all nice and compact and together is going to make it cook more evenly. And you can totally picture how this is. Like if those drumsticks were sticking out off to the side, now they're 
super exposed to the heat and they're going to cook more quickly than everything that's closer to the bigger parts of the chicken. Do you see what I mean? Same thing, you're going to take the wings, the wing tips, and tuck them under the body of the chicken. You kind of pull it back away from the chicken and then tuck it under, and that is going to stop those from burning or overcooking. You can alternatively just cut those wing tips off, put those in the freezer with that giblet package for stock or something like that, and then you don't have to worry about those burning that way either. Okay, when the chicken is ready to go onto the grill, you're going to rub some olive oil all over it. You can get some inside too if you want to, but mostly you want it on the skin. It's going to protect it a little bit from drying out and also help it crisp up, which we really want. Now, before that chicken goes onto the grill, you can use a digital probe thermometer. You put that into the breast right in the middle or into the thigh, being careful not to touch any bone, and that'll let you keep tabs on the temperature while it's cooking and you want it to get up to 160. The recipe actually says 165, but we know that when we take it off, it's going to keep rising in temperature up to that safe 165 degree Fahrenheit point. So you're watching for that, or you can use an instant read thermometer. It's going to be one to one and a half hours. You're going to be able to rest that chicken for a good 10 to 15 minutes after you take it off the grill. So if you're worried about the timing, what you want to do is kind of get your side dishes or anything else to a point where they only need 10 or 15 minutes left to finish off. And then you can finish them off in that last bit of resting time. Then you're going to carve the chicken. I'm going to give you a link to how to carve a chicken so you can do that well and dig in. And don't forget, if you have leftovers, come back tomorrow and hear how to make that faux pho. It's going to be wonderful. I'm Christine Pittman from cookthestory.com. Let's get cooking. Thank <laughs> you.